We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Owning a small business can be overwhelming. How can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. There's so many places to reach customers. Email, text messages, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, live events, the list goes on. How are you, as the business owner, expected to own all of those channels? That's where Constant Contact comes in to help. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. I use this to grow my email list, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Week 5 Injury Report, Rankings Update, and DraftKings Ownership Projections, which are powered by FanshareSports.com. If you want to become a subscriber at FanshareSports.com, tell them Pat Mayo sent you. Use the promo code PME at checkout, get yourself a discount, and hey, you can figure out who's going to be the most owned. If you play a ton of volume on DraftKings, it really is a necessary tool to use solely because you can find those leverage points. You don't need to be like say, oh, this guy's going to be 30% on I can't play him. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that if like three guys are super highly owned right next to each other, there's a fourth guy who's like just as good. You're going to want to know who that fourth guy is because you're going to want to play them. All of my rankings are updated right now. You can find them on DKPlaybook.com or hit the description of this video or podcast. You can find them down there. And you got to play in the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League. They made it smaller because you people out there didn't sign up quick enough. You filled it. That's great. I thank you for that. We need to start reserving entries, making sure everyone gets in. There's no rake in this contest. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. It's down to 3,500 spots. First prize is still 5K. Min cash is still double your money because we can do that because there's only no rake in it. There are so few tournaments that are no rake, and this is one of them. So I suggest you play it. Chris Meany played in it last week. Played in it last week. Played it every week. Love it. It's the best tournament on DraftKings. And you won it. Yeah, and I won. And I mean, I think I came like 49th and I still took home 100 bucks. I mean, that's great. Yeah, so when we worked with it with the DraftKings people, it's, it's a lot structured like my golf tournament is as well, where like we want to cap what the top prize was. Because normally, especially in a rake tournament, and you'd have 4,000 people at a $15 entry. First prize would be like 15,000 bucks, which is awesome if oh, you win. Sure. But this way, like, you know, first is 5,000, second is 3,000, you get 1,000 for third. Like you said, then it's not 75th pays 
yeah. $20. I think last week, like, the top 1,000 at least got paid. Yeah. Yeah, about, took home some money. Yeah, about one quarter of the field one gets quarter, paid. Yep. And if you put in your 15 bucks and you cash, yeah. you'll get at least 30 back. Yeah. Which I think is really important. Like, no one wants it. No one wants to play a $15 entry and then win 20 bucks back. It's like, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, thanks for the $5 investment. Yeah, you you double your money. And I agree with you. I mean, every time that that contest comes out, I just reserve right away. And I just, you know, look at Sunday and and put put together the lineup on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Simple. That's very easy. Get in it, people. It's it's amazing. And you did it last week with like a super chalk lineup. I did. I did do super chalk lineup. I had Gallman. I had Eckler. Um, who I, I went with Kelsey and Mahomes. I didn't get a whole lot from them, but there was a you nice floor. I got enough. And then there was another chalky guy. I forget who Inman. it was now. Oh, yeah, Inman. Yeah, our boy Inman. He worked out. He, he did great. way more than, you know, what he was projected to do. Dude, 13 points at 3,000 bucks. <laughs> he allowed you to get everyone yeah. else who's good into your lineup. And, and he got hurt and left the game. Yeah. He probably would have did a little bit better for us in the fourth quarter. Yeah, this potentially. Is, this is true. So yeah. I, 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 I do have some money to give away to. I know people like the giveaways. Yes. So what you can do is smash the like button for this episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. You tell me with Tyler Eifert this week, because I haven't projected at what? 22% right now. Maybe it comes in a little bit lower, but what would be the breaking point in terms of percentage where you would be okay full fading Tyler Eifert across the board in the DraftKings Millionaire Maker in week five? So that's one giveaway. The second giveaway Subscribe, rate, and review the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Like It's a super easy easy, super easy one to win. It means the most to the show because yes. it really does help so much. Yeah. So even if I wasn't giving you potentially $20 for doing it, yeah. subscribe, rate, review, and download the show. Five-star review. Something nice about the show. DraftKings handle. Boom. Nice. You're in the draw. Easy peasy. Yeah, I'll be live on Sunday, 9.30 a.m. Uh, on these same channels. I'll be live Monday at 1 p.m. That's when I announce the winners. People should just download and watch all those ones yeah. too. Even if you don't care or give a shit, just just do just it takes, for my sake. Yeah, it takes two seconds. You guys do it for Pat. He's pumping out some great content all week for you, and you got a chance to win DK box. It's super easy. Yeah, uh, no, no Paul Shag uh, as of this moment. He's coming in momentarily, so you can see me switching the camera as we go along. <laughs> so I'm going to be like discombobulated if I'm talking and the camera gets stuck on me. Well, that's just that's them just, breaks. Yeah, well, it's a Friday. I used to do this at Fantasy all you the time. You did. You did all the time. And, and like, I'm so at a rhythm. Like, having Paul is such, such a luxury, and he's yeah. so good at it. It's like, yeah. Yeah, you did, oh, you did care. <laughs> You're doing a pretty good job right now. Yeah, but now yeah, I, 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 right. I don't know how it, like, sets up. Like, I have to press three buttons in order to switch the camera instead of just one. Because I can be like, two-shot me. Yeah. Me, two-shot. Yeah. Better you than me. I would be... I would be messing it up for sure. Well, let's talk about some of these injuries, and we'll start at running back. What do you think, like, likely in, actually, I should probably just go over the guys. Yeah. Likely in, Marlon Mack, uh, Jamal Williams has actually been ruled out. Justin Jackson, Devin Singletary, James Conner, and Damian Williams all projected to be in. Jamal Williams, Tevin, Tevin Coleman, I don't know yet, because that's yeah. a Monday game. Just I haven't don't, heard anything just, about just, him, really. He was practicing a little bit, yeah. but... Just don't play him. Don't play him. Just no. wait, wait, listen. If he's good and you own him, just wait the week. For and sure. Sa- Saquon's not playing. No, he's not going to play. He's already rolled out. But, man, the fact that he's close, that's so crazy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. They were talking to Miles Sanders, former teammate. I saw it on uh, NFL Network, actually, before I came. And they and he, they asked him about his old teammate, Barkley. And they said, when you heard that four to eight week period, honestly, just be honest. Did you believe it? Did you buy it? He's just like, no, that guy is a freak. How much work that he puts in, I thought he'd be, you know, practicing within the week. And he is. It, it seems almost insane though yeah, at the same in- time that like this this kills like it's the same injury tevin coleman has and he's missed <laughs> yeah and we don't project him back again this week right so the fact that he can like but i think that they do keep him out again now they play thursday next week 
and then they have a bye week. So why? What are you doing? Yeah, like, you're, you're right. You're gonna run back Barkley in order to play the Patriots in a game you're not gonna win anyway. Like, just make sure your best guy is like healthy. Good point. Very good point. Yeah, I don't expect him for a couple weeks. So he'll miss this week. He'll miss next week. And like you said, you got the bye there. So you got a couple more weeks out of Gallman. I mean, he's been good if you picked him up, but obviously he's that. I mean, you probably should have flipped him after that one huge game. Yeah, if but, you were in a tough spot, you yeah, keep I mean, him. Yeah, but who is flipping? Who's trading for Wayne Goldman? I don't know. I mean, there's They're some like, people oh, Bar- who are in hard, hard, tough perfect. spots. <laughs> yeah, you're right, but the, you never know. Some people are in tough spots. I guess so. Like, I spent a bunch of fab money on him, and I actually had to do yeah. it. Yeah. Like, if I didn't get the Goldman game from last week, I would have lost in leagues. I could no longer yeah. afford to lose in. Yeah. Now I'm like feeling good. Yeah, now, of course. Like, He's worth it. You get the W. You paid for the win. I I paid for the win. Maybe for another couple more wins. And maybe I get him two more games. I don't love him this week against Minnesota, but what are you going to do? You know, he's he's touching the ball. He didn't play as much as I thought, but that game was out of control. They used some other guys, but he was, I think he got like 60% of the runs. I mean, that's a positive. He's going to be the goal line back. If he can fall into the end zone for you. Also, another thing, he's... He's very underrated in the passing game. Yeah, well, for we, his career. Well, we watched the, we watched the games together. I was like two and a half yeah. receptions for Goldman over, and it easy. instantly hit. It easy, great. easy. Yeah, I, I forget the number off the top of my head, but I think he's got close to sixty catches for his career, and he's really never been a starter. If I can just get two more full games out of him, like even just like through volume against the Vikings this week, where. Mm-hmm. If he can somehow pick up 20 touches, hopefully five of them are catches. Yep. There's five points right there. Absolutely. And maybe sneak your way into the end zone somehow. Yeah. You know, yeah. that now there's 11 points. And even and if you put looking, up 70 total yards on 20 touches, who cares? Yeah, you're looking at a solid RB2 for sure yeah. if you get those numbers. Absolutely. Um, out of all the guys that are banged up, it looks like James Conner is like five. Yeah. So I wouldn't really worry too much about Jalen Samuels. That was the giveaway on the ranking show with Jake. If Connor sits out, where do you rank Samuels? Or if Connor plays, where would you rank Samuels? I have him outside of the top 30. He's like 32. Yeah. I get where it's coming from. But they might not do that again. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It was it was it was fun to see, really. I mean, the fact that they just changed their offense completely reminded me of Baltimore when they made that switch with Lamar Jackson. It took a little bit. It took two games here with Mason Rudolph. But both of those guys, they they each had 10 carries, eight catches. You're right. They, who knows if, if that's the way it's going to work moving forward. And I think James Conner is just going to be questionable all year, whether it's an ankle or a knee. I think it's just going to be something with him. But I definitely, he's the guy to play and not not Samuels. Yeah, no, I, but people saw people Samuels. People are really like, oh my gosh, Samuels. Samuels, he's like their quarterback now. But like... I have Connor as a top 15 back. Like, Devon, not Devon Dams, who is also going to miss this week. But with G, with Jamal Williams out, I have Aaron Jones ahead of him. Yeah. I like what I saw in the second half of that game when they Same. actually passed him the ball. It is a tough matchup, though. Dexter Williams is going to be the backup in Green Bay, who you probably don't want. You don't want, but um, it'll be nice to see him, like, at least because he is very explosive. I don't think we'll ever talk about him as as, as a guy to play in, unless something happens to Jones. But I agree with you. Like, they, they used a lot of Jones. They ran the ball. Not successfully, but they passed the ball to him as well. And with no Adams, you expect a few more targets. I would think so. We'll get into the Green Bay receiving situation once we hit to wide receivers. A few more of these. Justin Jackson will be back. That's not really the story no. with the Chargers. It's Eckler versus Gordon. And all reports seem to indicate that Eckler's going to be the guy for this week, yeah. at least. And we were just kind of discussing on the show, like when you look at 
or before the show, sorry, who was discussing it on the show, people would know what we were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, but, they know now. We're talking about it now. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm switching these cameras. I'm making bad switches. <laughs> You're doing a good job. Don't know what to do. You're here. doing but, a good job. Uh, as it pertains to DraftKings, everyone's owning McCaffrey. Everyone's owning Cook. Everyone is owning David Johnson. Those are the guys. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Zeke and Kamara kind of fill in the leverage spot, but no one's going to use Eckler. No. And it's risky because Melvin Gordon could be the guy. He could get all the goal line work. Sure. We don't know. Yeah. But if it is Eckler, it's a sweet match matchup against the Broncos it's an awesome matchup it doesn't seem like anyone's gonna use them I know I I said that on the footballers pod this week that I was interested in Eckler as well and I I was like there's gonna be multiple reports coming in and coming out with with Gordon and nobody knows but the fact is he hasn't played in such a long time that he's definitely not gonna get a full workload no way and the matchup is so nice and the last report that I saw before I came on here with you is you know they're talking up Eckler that he's just been so good and he has been so good so I mean how can you go away from that guy He's going to be involved through the air. Maybe he doesn't get those touches in the goal line. Perhaps we see Gordon get, what do you figure, like 10 carries for Melvin Gordon? I mean, that, that's what I figure as best-case scenario. I mean, if the game is competitive, maybe he gets up to, to 14, but he's he's not going to play the normal set of snaps that he's that he's used to playing or we're used to seeing him play. So I think that's the only fear that Gordon comes in and takes maybe a goal line touch. But no one's talking about Eckler against the Broncos and their defense. I mean, that could be – you get Eckler at, like, single-digit percentage. I mean, you're loving it. You, you might even get him at, like, low single digits. Yeah. Because everyone's gravitating towards exactly the same people at running back. And as we've discussed all week, that there's no paid down running back. If Connor had sat, everyone would have used Samuels, which would have made sense because he's like the only guy down there. Other than that, man, it gets real tough. Like Jacobs is 45. You don't want to play him against the Bears. Maybe maybe you do. Maybe this just goes in a situation like I I don't. He doesn't have to do much to return. I don't want to play him. Right. However, he could score two touchdowns yeah. because he gets all the goal line work. I don't even think Oakland scores two touchdowns yeah, in that game. That's the that, one fear. That becomes the problem. That's the fear is that you just wonder how much they're going to be able to do against the Bears defense. Like, you can throw on Chicago, not easily, but you can throw on them a lot easier than you can run on them. So I, I, that's really the only back I, I was looking to even again before I came, and I was like, which low – Price back am I going to bring up on the show? And, you know, that's it. It's just Jacobs at $4,500. There's no one. Like, if if the Colts were playing and Mac wasn't playing, we could talk about Hines, but that's a that's a Sunday night game, and you're just not going to go there. The the only other ones I can kind of feel in that range. Trey Lin- Cohen? L- now, nah, Lindsay at 49 or Freeman at 46. Because the Chargers also suck against the run. Yeah. This game could be super fast. Yeah, it could be. It like could we, all, be. we all expect this, like, Cincinnati and Arizona game to be such a high-paced game. They're yeah. going to run – like 150 total plays, like right. no huddle. We're not going to milk the, the <laughs> yeah. time clock whatsoever. And the other game is just, we're going to run as many times well, as possible. Well, that's what Denver wants to do. I mean, we've seen both. There was games, there's been games this year, especially one where Freeman and Lindsey both caught like six or seven passes in the game. That like was against Packers. Yeah, I mean, they're they're using both of those backs and everything seems to run through, through both of them. So yeah, it's an opportunity. I was looking at Tariq Cohen too, but I don't want to... I don't want to get too cute with him, but I in two games with Chase Daniel, one that we watched together, I think it was a Thanksgiving game, and two starts with Chase Daniel, 22 targets, 19 catches, 200 receiving yards. And last week he only caught two balls, but he had a season-high five targets and then the touchdown. But we also saw Montgomery touch the ball 24 times in that offense last week, and you wonder if they turn over with him. They get up in that game. They lean on him. But I think, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Tree Cohen leaves that game. It's not saying much, but leaves that game leading the Bears in catches. I can see that. Taylor it's Gabriel, possible. I think Taylor Gabriel, Taylor Gabriel is going to be out again, right? Yeah, Taylor yeah. Gabriel ruled out with a concussion. Yeah. So maybe he ends up just getting more receiver snaps yeah. at the same time. I don't hate that, but, like, you could use James White and just hope this is a game yeah. where, where the 
Patriots sure. try to pile on in the first half. He used a lot of James White. Gore is down there. We'll talk about Singletary in a second. Make people love Ronald Jones, yet for the amount of love about Ronald Jones, oh, he's the starter. He's so good. No one wants to play him. Nobody wants to play him, and Bruce Arians won't name him the starter. He said again this week that that Barber is the starter, and they're going to ride the hot hand, and that's that's going to be the case. They're going to ride the hot hand. I think actually think Jones is better. I've said this before on the show, but it's not saying much, right? I mean, he's still not catching any balls out of the backfield. He doesn't have any catches, and that's why I think nobody wants to play him on DraftKings. Like, where does his upside lie? If they get inside the red zone, Barber's probably getting those touches. Yeah, I guess it's just he breaks two big ones for a touchdown. That just seems unlikely against a pretty good Saints team. Yeah, very good Saints team that bottled up Zeke pretty easily last week. Yeah, so I guess the other ones, the the two Eagles guys are down here too. So you have Sanders, you have Howard. I'm not. I'm not. Someone offered me a trade for like. They yeah. offered me Jordan Howard for Josh Jacobs. Like, well, why would I ever make this trade? Yeah, especially you, you, you. I could see you try to do that in, in other leagues, your average leagues, where people are, you know, just looking yeah, at box like, scores. And I'm not even saying that Howard can't outscore Jacobs for the rest of the year. But, like, right. that's just, that, that trade makes no it sense. It makes no sense, yeah. It, it makes absolutely no sense because Jacobs gets basically all the touches. We want to see him a bit more involved in the passing game. The, the one thing I will say about Howard, and I did say this last week, is that he's continuing to trend up. He really is. We can laugh about him all you want, but it's like six carries, eight carries, 11, 14. Yeah, he was wide open for that receiving touchdown. Whatever. He's still got it. And he's top five in red zone rushing attempts. All four of his touchdowns have come. Add that to the fact that Sam Darnold's not playing. You wonder what the Jets, Jets offense is going to be like. 14-point favorites at home. They probably lean on both backs. I, I can see it this week. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's an objectively bad play, no. but if you're talking about like rest of the season, who yeah. would you rather have? Like, it's very. Clearly it's Josh very Jones. clearly. Josh there's going to be some weeks where yeah. Jordan Howard scores like point four points. Yeah, there's going to be some weeks where maybe he doesn't even touch the field. Maybe Sanders is unbelievable this week. Or maybe he Sproul- takes a back. Maybe Sproles is. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's certainly possible. Yeah. Do they still have Corey Clement too, don't they? They do. So yeah. Corey Clement week. Yeah, it, I mean, I think that Howard has deserved some more touches. He, the touches that he's getting, he deserves them. Now, last week was more just the Eagles controlling the offensive line than anything. Uh, Devin Singletary, still like a game-time decision. So is Marlon Mack. If Singletary sits, you can play Gore, but you don't feel good about it. Nah, you never do, do you? No. You never do. But, I mean, volume is volume. You can't ignore it, especially injuries happening. Two more teams on by this week. Maybe you had carry-on. Maybe you're in a tough spot. I mean, if Singletary doesn't play, I would expect Gore to touch the ball 14 times, wouldn't you? I, I think even if Singletary plays, he's going to touch the ball 14 times. Probably. You're probably like, right. Like, Yel- Yeldon played more snaps than Gore did yeah. a week ago. So it could just kind of go either way. It seems like Gore kind of has his role, and then they're going to splice in whoever else is yeah. active. Like, you can play him. That's fine. And it does look like Josh Allen is going to play. Yeah. So that's good news. Practicing full on Friday. I saw on the Bears on their website. Bills. it had Or the Bills Bears. Yeah, it had him in there as full, full practice and in the starting quarterback position. So... I think he's going to play too. Yeah, Marlon Mack also appears like he's going to play. Let's say you're just for you're not going to know is the problem because yeah, yeah, it's the Sunday night game. So have like I would have Jordan Wilkins on hand absolutely to replace him. A lot of people are saying Hines. I get the Hines call because they're going to ten point underdogs. Yeah, a lot of passing that makes sense. But if they're going to try to stay Slow in them. this game, yeah. then they're going to have to try to run the ball. They are, and Paris, Wilkins is that guy to run. Paris Campbell is out <laughs> yeah. as well, so maybe fewer options in the passing. Maybe Hines finds his way on the field that way, but it'd be Wilkins who I would want as a Mac replacement. I don't even love Mac if he plays. That's the problem. I know. It's it's tough. They they are going to want to run the football there, but we've seen this before as early as you know, recently as last year, Mac was, was sidelined, and they used both guys. I mean, Hines isn't that type of back, he's, so it's it will be catcher. Wilkins. Yeah, he's a pass catcher. I could see him catching six or seven balls in this matchup, though. If uh, there's no Mac. Uh, yeah, if there's no Mac. And yeah. maybe he can anyway. I yeah. don't know. But, like, if Mac plays, 
Like, what would you anticipate his touch level being? I, I'm thinking like 18. Yeah, I think so too. It just, I mean, he was questionable last week, right? I mean, he left the game, but he was heading into that week. He led the NFL in touches, and he's been questionable or carries rather. He's been questionable, I think, every single week besides week one. <laughs> wide wide receiver injury report. Mike Williams, game time decision, but I have him as in right now into the rankings. Looks like T.Y. is going to play. Great yeah. news for our team. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we leagues. could use him with Adams, though. Yeah. Uh, Demarius Thomas is a game time decision. Richard Higgins is a game time decision. It looks like Michael Gallup is going to play, yeah. despite the fact that he said he hasn't sprinted yet. That's weird. Maybe saving it all for the game. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know. how I would feel about him. I don't know if I would play him. No, I have him very low in yeah. the rankings. Yeah. Just I want to wait and see. Same. But he kind of he kills Devin Smith and probably Randall Cobb at the same time. Sure. Uh, also, let's see, Jarvis Landry passed concussion protocol, so he's going to play Very on Monday night. Very so positive news. Good news. Yeah. Uh, Tyrell Williams is dealing with a foot injury. Looks like he's going to play. Only player in the league who's got a touchdown in all four games. In all four games, yeah, and a steal and not, drafts. Not a great spot against the Bears when you're already banged up. Yeah, not a good spot. I don't expect Oakland to, like you just already said it earlier, 14, using 14 points. I don't expect them to even get to that number, to be honest with you. And the last one, Stefan Diggs. Non-injury related, yeah. but he might be benched anyway yeah. for reasons. He's not happy. And he, Would it, you be happy? I wouldn't be happy either. There's a lot to take away from him and Thielen and Kirk Cousins in this entire offense. I mean, I think they have over $220 million invested in those three guys. And I don't remember the numbers offhand, but it's pretty close ballpark figure. Last year... After four games, Thielen had like 40 catches and almost 500 yards. <laughs> and this year he has like less than 20 and fewer than 200 yards. Like he's just not involved in the offense. He's not playing the same role. Kirk Cousins needs time in the pocket to, to get him downfield. He's not playing in that slot role. And Diggs clearly isn't happy. He doesn't want anything to do with this team at all. But leaving the team and, and airing it out. When you return and saying that there's truth to the rumors that, you know, he wants out of town and to be traded, you're right. He could be benched. I mean, it's not like Zimmer just to be like, yeah, okay, we're going to feed you now, Diggs. Now you're crying and complaining. We're going to switch up the offense for you. It is a dream matchup. We want to see these guys get the ball more, but he's 56th in the league in targets. Is there any merit to a Cousins Thielen, Dig stack if Dig plays against the Giants? There is. I'm playing Thielen for sure. I would imagine he, he would be chalky. Uh, I can't see why he wouldn't be, to be honest. Like, why wouldn't you take this shot? The fact that he has spoken out. He's still expensive is and the problem. He's still expensive. Maybe that'll keep the people off of him. I like him. I like I, him a lot. Like I'm going to play him. You I can love play the Adam Thielen at 6,700 and Michael Thomas at 66. Or Tyler Boyd at Or Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd is a much better play. Um, or just pay up for, you could pay up hundred dollars to get the sure. Tampa guys. Like, yeah, I, I don't know how popular he's going to be. Okay, maybe he should be. Like usually the the receiver who complains. Yeah, pick that guy. Yeah, pick that guy. You know, they asked him after the game too, like how hard was it for you to get open against the Bears secondary, and he said not very. And then he like backtracked later, like he was like I'm calling out Cousins a little bit. He said you know Cousins has no time to get the ball out of his hands. He's got to have time to make things happen. But I, I, you're right, the matchup is great. I feel like this will be a feeling game. They could easily lean on Cook and just use him again, which is very possible. And if that is the case, then. I would be really nervous as a Thielen. I'd already be nervous if I owned Diggs. But as a Thielen owner, I would be really – and I tried to get him everywhere this week, but the feeling I think most people have is, no, no, it's coming because you got the Eagles and the Jets coming up on the schedule too. That's big news. And yeah. maybe that's a place to, like, showcase it. You know, was it the week six trade deadline? Yeah. Maybe if they want to trade someone, hey, get them back in. You play, yeah. and play, I mean, it's not like the Giants are a good defense. Giants right. are a bad no, defense. No, they're a bad defense. And Jenkins hasn't – I know he had a good week last week, but – 
there used to be a time where we feared Janorius Jenkins. Not no more. Yeah, not at all. Uh, the only one is T.Y. Hilton. I still have him. So I have Thielen ranked at like 24 this week or something yeah. like that. I'm just still a bit like... That's that's fair. It's either he's going to be top five yeah. or he's going to be nowhere near that. So right. it's going to be a boom or it's going to be a bust. So yeah. play him with a modicum of confidence, but not too much. I definitely wouldn't play Diggs. I don't think I'd play Diggs. Like if you play multiple lineups, sure. Try I, him out maybe in one, but... I'm just talking like season long. In season long, I don't think I would play him at all. Like, would you play Auden Tate or Diggs? Oh, I think I'd play Auden Tate in Me season Me too. Long. You know what? I brought up Auden Tate a couple weeks ago on uh, the throwback at The Athletic, and I said just kind of, like, let's keep an eye on him. I put him in the dock, and I was like, low, we were all laughing and joking. Like, Auden Tate sucks. Like, whatever. The, the Bengals suck. No, th- th- that's not the question. The question isn't Auden Tate. He sucks. It's Auden Tate. It's, who is that? <laughs> sure, who is that? Fair enough. And then John Ross goes down. But before John Ross went down, he had 10 targets in that game. And then last week, he had a team high six. So that's 16 looks in, in the past two games. For a Bengals team that they're having issues running the football, maybe this is a game that they're involved now and Mixon can get his 20 touches, maybe. But they are throwing the ball a ton there. Like, Zach Taylor has made it very clear what he wants to do in Cincinnati. And Beng- and Murray and Dalton are both in the top five in passing attempts. A lot of that has to do with their defenses sucking. I get that. But for Tate now is the number two. I know Boyd's the one, but I mean, you got to throw the ball to somebody there. Like Eifert is on your list too, mostly because of the matchup. But some of these guys are going to get looks, and I think Tate could come away with ten targets in this game. Well, yeah, I mean, I, the world agrees with you. Yeah. If we eventually get to the ownership projections for DraftKings, Auden Tate twenty eight percent. My goodness, yeah. Again, maybe no we, one, no one is a secret anymore. Nobody is a secret. You're right. We, I said this too before we got on. Like it. Everybody that is like just creeped up Inman last week, Aguilar the week before that, Smith the week before that. There's you're not catching anybody by surprise. If you're a cash game player, I probably would play him. It's thirty five hundred bucks. I probably would play him in cash. To now, be honest, if you only had to pick one to play, would you play Eifert, who's projected at twenty two percent, or Auden Tate? I, I would think, play Tate. I think I would play Tate as well. I would play Tate as well because the proof is there. It's not just one game he's coming off. He's coming off a couple games now where he's been targeted. There was and even that game against Buffalo. I watched the last drive when Dalton gave it up. He targeted Tate three times on that final drive. It's just it's just what it is, and Eifert is not getting that kind of volume. No, and it, it was in that game where Ross put it on the ground and yeah. didn't get a look again. Absolutely. They just started targeting Tate over yeah. and over, and their offense actually started to move at that point. Yeah. So the problem with Eifert is, yeah, Arizona sucks against tight ends, and maybe it's stupid not to play him, yeah. but watch CJ Secret of the Uzuma, <laughs> Uzuma yeah. end up with two touchdowns. It's possible, one hundred percent. It's very possible. The reason why Disley worked out and he was so good, and we talked about him last week, his ownership is like he was just getting volume. Like he was the only tight end there. Now they had traded Vanette, and he's a big part of that offense. Saw it again last night. Well, it's funny. Is he just like a legit close I, to top five tight end? I think so. He's averaging in games he started in his career. I think it's nine starts now. He's averaging eighteen and a half fantasy yeah, points. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I would agree with that. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I think so. I don't know if he's top five, but he's definitely top ten. He He's definitely top ten. I, I'd like him more at this point than Delaney Walker. Yeah. Um, you know. I think he's in that tier. Yeah, he's in that, he's in that tier. Hooper's in that tier. Like, yeah. he, he belongs. Hooper may be maybe slightly I, ahead of I him. I think Hooper's the number one tight end this year. Like, so far. Yeah. It's oh, him yeah. Or, it's him or Ingram, one of the two. Yeah. Um, and Kelsey, who's yet to have a good game, is there. 
Yeah. I, I mean, he, Hooper had the fourth most catches among tight ends last season. Nobody really talked about him. Like, it's, it just didn't have the yards and the touchdowns. It seems like it all, like, and maybe it's just me headcanning it and misremembering and not actually looking at the real numbers. Yeah. It feels like they all come in spurts. Like, you'll have a 12-catch game, then a two-catch game. Yeah, they, they, there was no consistency. He was very efficient. Like, I felt like he had, like, just over 80 targets and, like, 70 grabs. He reeled them all in. And, it, and Calvin Ridley seems to be passed right now on the depth chart with Sanu in terms of targets. Yeah, I I don't know if that's like a scheming thing where teams are like, you yeah, know what we're not going to do? Let Calvin Ridley get behind us because yeah. that's what he does. Yeah. Whenever I'd be curious to see the win percentage of games where Calvin Ridley catches over a 20-yard touchdown. It seems like all of his touchdowns have come in bunches too. Yeah, they come in bunches and they seem to come like when yeah. that offense is rolling. When it's yeah. not rolling, like he's just marginalized. And he's a decent matchup this week too. So I, I think he could be sneaky on DraftKings because I do like yeah. Matt Ryan. I think most people are looking at Julio and Hooper. No, I when I started going through all the numbers, Julio not Julio not was talked like projected about? like ten percent. He's so expensive, and we talked about paying up at running back because there are so few good yeah low Those end running values. backs that you just can't afford them. Right? Yeah, I like him. I like if him you too. can find a way to get him in there. He's had one bad game, and it was just last week. But if that's the case, like, does that mean you would sacrifice going from like Fournette to Royce Freeman yeah. instead of going from? I don't know, feeling up to Julio. Yeah. Like, which two do you like better? It's probably the first yeah. first name. And, and and for Fournette, like... It's mean, a, but it could be Henry. It could, it could be, be anyone. anyone. That. But I feel like Fournette has been disrespected on DraftKings for a couple weeks now. Like, what's not to like about Fournette? Like, he's catching balls out of the backfield. I think he's got two games and six catches. He's played 91% of the snaps this year. Only Christian McCaffrey's played more than him. So he's getting all of the looks. All of the offense runs through him. I like him again this week. Yeah, Carolina's pass defense and pass rush is incredibly good. The run defense, not great. No, not great. It's just like Jacksonville. The run defense, not, not great. Not great. No, not so at all. Like, it's actually just a nice game to play Fournette versus McCaffrey if you really want it, to go Oh, with it. my goodness, yeah. Absolutely, both of those guys, if so, you can. So likely out at wide receiver, Kenny Stills, Brashad Perriman, Terry McLaurin, he's a game-time decision, but if you didn't play last week and you're only practicing on a limited basis, I'm guessing you're probably yeah, not going to play. he's probably out. Demir Bird, Travis Benjamin, Traquan Smith, and A.J. Green, these haven't been officially ruled out yet. They, yeah. They're not playing. No. Officially ruled out, Christian Kirk, Devontae Adams, Dontrell Inman, John Ross, who's put on IR, mm-hmm. Taylor Gabriel, Tyreek Hill, Deshaun Jackson, and Perry Gambud. Yes. So much for Campbell. It feels like we should have interest in one of the other Colts guys just because of the matchup. Yeah. But I legit have no idea who it is. Last week it was fucking Chester Rogers. Yeah, I know. And it <laughs> until and he, he got hurt. Yeah, until he got hurt. And he plays mostly in the slot, so it seems like he's the he's probably the guy. Deion Kane gets more targets downfield. And Zach Pascal gets more in the Zach red Pas- zone. Yeah, I'm not gonna mess around with that. But you pump but up Ebron, pump up Doyle. Yeah, but I mean it depends like if you're in that that's the Sunday night game, right? So yeah. the showdown, like I mean, they're probably gonna have to throw the ball. Like Jacoby Brissett's probably gonna have to take some shots downfield. He would figure like i mean mahomes like that's in kc too right yeah yeah mahomes gonna mahomes gonna throw a couple touchdowns after throwing none last week hey well yeah it's gonna be tough for showdown too like you go like mahomes kelsey and then probably hardman yeah i'd probably go hardman for showdown purposes. for showdown purposes. it all depends on the prices but yeah. then like he's got the higher ceiling opposed Hilton, to robinson ebron Zach Pascal would probably yeah. be who I bring it back with. Yeah. That's a tough one. There's a lot of guys to use in that game. There is. You can get really creative in that game because, yeah, I mean, we didn't even mention Robinson. And then there's, you know, Damian Williams is back this week, probably catching balls out of the backfield. We, we didn't even talk about that. We probably should talk about Damian yeah. Williams returning. Would you play McCoy or Damian Williams? I would play McCoy. I would play McCoy as well. He was but, I mean, you could play both of them. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you don't have them both on your team, but they're both – 
top 25 backs because of the upside. It's funny you say that. I have Damian Williams at number 23, Shady yeah. at like number 17. Or yeah. something We've like already that. seen it. I think it was week one and week two that they both finished as top 15 running backs. And even a couple weeks ago, like Daryl Williams, Williams and Shady both finishing as top 15 running backs. It doesn't matter who they, whoever's healthy and playing. Uh, now that Adams is out, would you start Adam I, Thielen or Marquez Valdez-Scantling? Mm-hmm. I'd start Scantling. Probably the safer call. My goodness, we are there. I have to play Geronimo Allison in the league, and I don't like I know. myself for it. Yeah, I know. Man, my goodness, it sucks. Like Thielen is just so much better. It just I hate what's going on there in Minnesota. But you're probably right. You're down to you're down to MVS and Geronimo. Um, and Geronimo is is the guy that's probably most likely to get the touchdown. But I really do feel like MVS has that higher ceiling. He's a better wide receiver. He gets more of the targets. He's got I think he's got almost twenty more targets than Geronimo this year. But both of Geronimo's touchdowns have come inside the red zone. When you know Aaron Rodgers loves to throw the ball, they didn't run him last time at all. <laughs> now they're definitely gonna run. <laughs> now they're definitely. Is Aaron Jones a good play on DraftKings? I think he's okay. I, I think he's an okay play. I mean, he's not expensive. He's probably going to touch the ball it, it definitely 15 times. Like, that would probably be his floor, right, mm-hmm. with, with no Williams there. So he's, he's okay. I just, don't, I just don't love him. I think, like, Rodgers will just throw a ton. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Although this game could just be, like, pure defense. Yeah. I don't really like Green Bay. I think Dallas bounces back. Hey, everyone's picking Green Bay. Like, I had no real take on the game. We did the spread show. Like, Cust was big on Green Bay. Feinberg was big on Green Bay. I was like, I guess I'll take Green Bay. just the bounce back? Like, I think, I mean, New Orleans played unbelievable last week. Their defense was really good, and maybe that was just a slap in the face of Dallas. Like, oh, we're playing a good team now, and we just can't have that much success. I think the way that the Eagles ran all over Green Bay last week, I think Zeke is in for a big game. I think, you know, he touched the ball like 26 times last week, caught six passes. Like, he wasn't efficient, but he should be able to run all over that defense, and I think that's bad news for Green Bay. Well, that's interesting because very few people are actually playing Zeke. I think he's a very interesting pivot off the top. Mm, Yeah. I'm very interested in Zeke this week. Cardinals receivers. So, no Demir Bird, no Christian Kirk. And I thought that would lead to a huge spike in targets and snap share for Keyshawn Johnson, especially mm-hmm. when Crabtree got cut. That never happened. No. It was Trent Sherfield. Yeah, I know. Who played like 90-something. It didn't really do anything with no. it. But now he's playing the Bengals. That's better news. This game in general, I think you can pick just different pieces of it, and everyone's picking the same four pieces. Yeah. A lot of people are using Dalton. A lot of people are using Auden Tate. Yeah. A lot of people are using Eifert, and a lot of people are using David Johnson. Yeah. I was shocked to see that Larry Fitzgerald's name didn't just randomly pop up. He's six thousand bucks. Doesn't make much sense. Sherfield and or Keyshawn could be players in this game, and they're both super duper cheap. Yeah, I think Sherfield's like the min at three. Yeah, he's thirty one to three thousand. But I wouldn't want to play Mixon because no one stacks eight in the box more than the Cardinals do. They like dare you to throw. But the defenses, the yeah. defenses are where you need to look. Yes. Because Dalton can throw three touchdowns and two pick sixes. And and Murray can do the same, right? We've already seen Murray throw a couple picks. I like both of these defenses a lot. Uh, I, I, I'm leaning more so with Arizona just because Dalton's been sacked the second most time in the league. And last week, what happened was they took out their starting left tackle when that game was out of hand, but they left Dalton in to get sacked numerous times. He took like eight or nine sacks and was just like, what are you guys doing? And they even asked after the game, Game. like why did you take your starting left tackle out and not Dalton we're just like well Dar- Dalton's experience you know we really wanted to save our starting left tackle we saw he was getting exposed we wanted to keep him like 
So you were fine with Dalton just taking all of those sacks? It was very puzzling to hear, and and I didn't, you know, I didn't like it at all. And Arizona's gotten a few sacks recently. They can get after the quarterback a little bit, so I, I like them a lot. Now they're also we're talking about Auden Tate being the number two in this offense. Eifert, we just want him to be. We just assuming he's going to be good because of the matchup. He hasn't had a lot of targets. Yeah, we're really hyping up guys who might, we're not might be great. Terrible. Yeah, we really are, and even on the other side, right? We really are as well. So I think both of these defenses, they're both dirt cheap. Teams are going to be passing the ball a ton. We could get a couple picks picks out of this. I, I like them a lot. If you're not spending up for New England and Chicago, I mean, I think you spend down. Yeah, I like the Saints at 3400 Yeah, they're that's interesting, sort of that, too. That's sort of like that midpoint, just because you might get bad Jameis. Yeah. Bad Jameis is good for fantasy yeah. defense. But the Cardinals, especially, because if we talk about all the reasons we like this game from a fantasy perspective to start off with, a lot of pass volume. Uh, that just very quick play that leads yep. to a lot of plays. But if you're going to get a lot of plays, and a lot of those are going to be pass plays against two teams with no offensive lines, that's where right. you look for defenses. Exactly. Yeah, the, both offensive lines have really struggled. So, I, yeah, I think I've, there's a lot of players in this game, and I don't think a lot of people will look at the defenses. I think they just gravitate to to DJ. I'm surprised about Fitz. I like Fitz a lot. Yeah, I mean, Fitz is, like, not... He's fine. He's, he's not going to be, like, unowned. But. Right. And the ceiling is, it's not crazy high, but he's one of those safe guys. Like him and Boyd should should get a ton of targets. You can just, if you just play those two instead of the other pieces, yeah. that might be the way you're fine. to go about it. Play those two and move on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Golden Tate and Antonio Callaway coming back from suspension. Callaway doesn't play until Monday night, but it'll be, if Higgins is back as well, it'd be very curious to see how they're utilized. Yes. Because Callaway, talent-wise, is way better. Yes. He's just a crazy person. Yeah, he would have won much higher in the draft if he didn't have some issues yeah, going issues. on yeah, <laughs> yeah quarterbacks it'll be interesting to see how that plays out though because they, they you yeah just they want to use a lot of wide receivers I, I wouldn't advocate either one no. of them yeah unless like you really have like a strong feel about it maybe using the yeah. showdown or something yeah. but and, and like where callaway doesn't play until monday as well if there's someone on your bench who gets hurt or yeah. someone who sucks that you want to drop just go pick them up yeah go Why grab not? them i like i that's encouraging for landry i believe in what we saw from him last week when you and i were watching that football game together well they made an effort to not let odell beat them fair good point but it's been a couple games in a row now with njoku's sideline that he's getting at least a lot of looks and ricky seals jones ricky seals jones interesting <laughs> i mean yeah that was one of those games where i it, I mean, I wouldn't take too much stock in OBJ not having a good game. I would go try to get him if you could. I mean, people seem to be down on him. People just don't like him. Yeah, that's, that's the fair. reason. And he got fined in that game too. He came good. in. Yeah, good. Yeah, QBs, uh, Gardner Minshew, and Josh Allen both likely. I have them likely in yep. at this point in time. And then we have Cam Breeze, Trubisky, and Sam Darnold all officially ruled out. Yeah, that's thought. Really. And Colt I, McCoy is starting for the Redskins. Yeah. Wow. Good on them. Play New England. Good luck, guys. Watch them win. That'd be unbelievable. It'd be fantastic. That'd actually be one of the biggest upsets I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, man. This Washington team is brutal. And the fact that New England has what? How many points have they allowed this year? 17? 20? I don't know. And what, and like seven of them was because I don't even know who came in for Brady to throw that pick six right away. Yeah, and the, and the other one in that game was a special team's was buff a, punt was a, Exactly. And you can go all the way back to last year throughout the playoffs, right? The Chargers didn't do anything against them until late. By, the, by that time, the game was already over. The Rams didn't do anything against them either. If Josh Allen doesn't get concussed last week, the Bills, the, the win, Bills, that, probably, the Bills win that game. Yeah, and, and Josh Allen led the league in fourth-quarter comebacks last year. He's three already this he year. He is three already this year, and... You're, you're probably right, because Brady in that offense, 
And you and I were not surprised because we've been talking about the Bills' defense for a couple years now. You know, surprised Patriots fans who Patriots only know fans. about Patriots and and other people that don't really follow the Bills. And I'm not going to say any names, but a lot of people are now questioning New England's offense. No, they're Why? fine. They're going to score like 80. Why are week. you guys questioning New England's offense? That like, is a stack. I brought this up with Roz when we did the DraftKings show that I do really yes. like this week. Just play Brady. Just play Brady. It just feels like. It, like you're saying, people are like, oh, is Brady no good? Like, Brady's fine. Yeah, and Brady, the fact what we just saw in Buffalo, I mean, he was, what, 18 for, like, almost 40 through that brutal pick in the end zone? This could very well be a Brady, like, let's get Josh Gordon involved this week. Let, let's get Brady going again yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And the Patriots are not above saying, fuck you, we're going to score eight touchdowns. Yeah, they don't give a shit, man. They'll score them all in the first score half. score 40, 50 points, they really don't care. Tight ends, I still have Vance McDonald in right now, but again, that's Monday night. Unless we know for sure, I even even if we know he's playing, it is. Yeah, I don't no, no, you know he's playing on Sunday, so yeah, he's probably not going to play. Yeah, he's, I keep thinking again that they're playing San Francisco, and I don't know why. Yeah, they got the the Ravens, so we'll know. Yeah. But we'll know about it's that Cleveland one. But I, w- I'm not totally interested. in I him. have him at 18. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he because was, because Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis are now both out with concussions. So the sprinkler, Jeremy Sprinkle. Remember the sprinkler? I do, yeah, I really do, yeah. Good white man dance. We can all do it. Yeah, we can all do it. Um, Yeah, Washington's in a tough spot. Ben Watson's back from suspension. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, I mean. Chris Herndon back next week, likely coinciding with Darnold, too. I would pick up Chris Herndon. Me too. Unless, like, you had a good tight end and you don't need him. Sure, yeah, if if you, you know, got Waller late and, I mean, Disley. You picked up Disley. You definitely don't need him, but Herndon... I had this guy ranked as a top 12 tight end heading into the year knowing that he was going to miss time. Now, I didn't know that Sam Darnold was going to have mono, and, <laughs> but he was throwing passes this week. I actually thought he was going to play. He doesn't want to die on I the field. I saw that. I think he just knows Maybe he's, he's incredibly af- Andrew Hurst. He's yeah. like, fuck this. <laughs> Maybe he's afraid of Fletcher Cox. Uh, the Eagles are not getting a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. and have a lot of sacks, so, I mean, you shouldn't be worried about it. It was a dream matchup for him. But, yeah, I think I really liked what I saw last year from them, too. I like Robbie Anderson in this game, even with Despite, even with yeah. Luke Falk. Like yeah. they're they're gonna have to take a shot at something. They will. Point, yeah. And it's gonna be with him, and the Eagles still don't have a secondary. They don't have a secondary. No. They're allowing the most catches, fantasy points, everything to wide receivers. And the second most to quarterbacks. So I, I mean, yeah. Nobody's gonna really think about him now that Darnold is out. Because that's the thing. Oh, I like him if Darnold plays. Yeah. Yeah. Take just a play, shot on him. Like he's forty five hundred bucks. Yeah. Like he's super cheap. And he, we him. know he's a boomer bust guy. Like yeah. Even if Darnold played, he could have zero points. Yeah, and nobody's nobody. I think a sneaky guy too is Bell. If you play multiple lineups, I don't think he's going to have a lot of success running the the football. But he had like ten catches. Yeah, but for like ten yards. I know it's the Jets, and it'll be better with Darnold. With with, uh, the sneakier one, I think that if Allen is back, like the Titans are completely exploitable in the middle of the field. That Beasley becomes like a good play all of a sudden. Yeah, I like Beasley. I, I had wanted nothing to do with him. When Matt Barkley was going to be starting, right? If Allen's going to start, then yeah, give me Colby's. Yeah, I think Beasley is in play in deeper formats, DraftKings, and John Ross. You can dial him up now again. No, or not John Ross. John Brown. Those guys mixed up. John we're, Brown. We're having a bad day for names. John and teams. Brown. Yeah. John Brown. Yeah, case get him in there. Case of the Fridays. <laughs> Need Paul. Uh, Darius Leonard's going to be out for the Colts. Yeah, not great. Not great. It's they're totally like such a different defense without him. They are they're, like they're actively bad without <laughs> yeah, him. Like and a, they're actively great yeah, with him. It's it's like top five to bottom five. Like, it's like it's, it feels it's like. like all those years with Dallas and Sean Lee. Like if Sean, I, if Sean, if Sean Lee, Sean played, Lee plays, they're great. They're great. Yeah, and he plays five <laughs> games a year. But like, it was like Bob Sanders with the Colts. Like yeah. oh, Sanders is healthy. They have a great D. Oh, yeah. he's out. They're terrible. Yeah, they need him. That's bad news for them. Uh, so those are the injury reports. 
Um, DK ownership. Let's talk about that for a second. Here are the guys. And again, fanshareofsports.com. Uh, they aggregate all of the people that get talked up around. And yeah. they actually formulate that into projected ownership for each of the positions on all the DFS slates. Use promo code PME at checkout. Get yourself a discount. Highly recommend you do it. I did it. You did it. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, it's a great tool. It's helpful. It's, like, it's phenomenal. Listen, I'm going to be real with you. If you play like $10 worth of lineups a week, probably not for no, you. No, it's not. But if you play over $100, then yeah. it probably is for you. Yeah, I love seeing I, – I obviously like to see the top. I can kind of guess it, but I like to see after the first three. Like to your point when you brought it up earlier, like – Guys that are like instead of you like, know, like 20, Julio 25. Being, yeah. yeah. Like I like to see those guys that nobody's really talking about. We can get a, a, a guy that's, you know, has a high, high ceiling that's only like a 9, 10% ownership. Yeah. It's not to look for the 1% guy. Right. It's to look for the 9% it's to look, guy who's really good. Who's like, really good. Oh, I'll take that guy then. Yeah. And Julio is a great example this week. Yeah. I, I like, I did not expect Michael Thomas to appear on any of these lists. But no, I'm actually shocked to see that. It's because it, it's too cheap. That's why. Yeah. He's it's it's ridiculously cheap. I don't know if I'll go there, but he's been okay. Yeah. yeah. It was a great matchup against Tampa. Yeah. Running backs. McCaffrey, 30%. David Johnson, 28%. Dalvin Cook, 23%. Yeah. I love McCaffrey. Like, I could take or leave David Johnson. Yeah. It's Cook and McCaffrey that yeah. I would want. They're the two safest running backs in football, right? Aren't they? Yeah, bro. McCaffrey's played 100% of the snaps in three of his four games. Like, I would say if you don't want to play one of those two – or you want to play those two and play a running back flex? Yeah. Look at Eckler or Fournette. Agreed. I love Fournette this then week. Then you got to pay down. Then you got to pay down. Again, I, I think that Zeke is in play. If you, I know it's so risky not to play McCaffrey. You can play McCaffrey can maybe, and Zeke can, instead of and playing then, Cook. And then, yeah, because there's guys that you can spend down for wide receivers. But, yeah, you're right. It's, I've had this strategy all year. I've just been spending up at running back. I've been spending up for those two guys, Cook and McCaffrey. <laughs> I've had a lot of success just playing those two guys. And anytime I feel like I get cute and come off of them. You, you do horrible. I do horrible, yeah. Wide receivers, Auden Tate, 28%. <laughs> Michael Thomas, um, somewhere in the mid-20s. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, just over 20 yeah, we all want to disbelieve that if things are going to work out between Watson and Hopkins, but is it? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't it work out? I mean, well, it's just been three bad games in a row, it's, and it's not on either of them. It's just on the offensive line. It's been so brutal. I, yeah, I'm sure it'll it'll work out, but it's it doesn't look good, man. Like, the fact they only scored, like, 10 points against Carolina last week, it's not very, not very appealing. Where do you, like... And I think people are just, again, these ownerships, like, I, I'm surprised. It, it's just because recency bias, I suppose. Like, they just haven't been good. Well, and the problem is, like, if you're going to not use Delvin Cook, then you are going to use Hopkins or... Yeah. Because then you're going to pay up. Yeah. So, like, if I look down of, like, realistically, if I'm going to pay up at running back and even flex at running back, where do I start with my receivers? Like, Valdez Scantling is only 56. Alan Robinson's only 56. I like Hollywood Brown. I'm just gonna I like Hollywood Brown, too. I, like, I would... It's not optimal to right. make him your most expensive receiver at 5700 bucks. Yeah. Like if you use him and Will Fuller and Robbie Anderson, just have YOLO week and hope they catch that bomb. Yeah, and it's again, it is it does seem like it's coming for Will Fuller as much as I said when is it going to get better? And he has Hollywood taken too. a couple shots. Yeah, and last week too um Lamar just missed him deep shot in the end in the end zone. Didi this week. He's got the very high 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 ceiling. Bradbury takes out Shark on the outside. DD. DD's in the slot. That's yep. where Carolina's been getting killed. Yep. Be a nice week for him. 
Yeah. They said Beasley. I don't like the price on Beasley solely because it's like 40 something hundred. I think uh, Philip Dorsett as well. Yeah. Is a way to go. Yeah. As much as I, as I feel it could be Gordon, it could easily just be Dorsett. It just seems well, like every game he gets that long touchdown. isn't coming out of this game. Yeah. Yeah. Edelman's banged up. Gordon's, Gordon's banged, banged up. up. Dorsett's fine and he's on the field. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good call. And and Ridley in that range, too, I think is interesting. It's just maybe a... I, I think I like Ridley the least out of all those guys. Yeah, and I think Not, I like, like him the least, I le- least on the Falcons, too, uh, but somebody who could potentially be loaned. Yeah, Fuller and Anderson are both 4500 bucks. Mike Williams is really interesting if he ends up playing, but the problem is you'd have to late swap onto him yeah. more than likely because he's in that later game. Then do you play... Do you think... I think you go back to Keenan. Would you play Sutton or would you play Sanders? I would play Sanders. I, th- I think Sutton definitely has that touchdown upside. We saw find the end zone twice without Ramsey playing, but I like Sanders. I just I like his price too. I mean, he's cheap and he's getting when he's playing, he's getting a ton of the targets from Flacco. Just looking at it right now, I'm trying to find. Oh, there's. I think he's down there. Trevor Davis against the Bears. If uh, if Tyrell Williams sits out, wide receiver one. <laughs> Dude, I mean, sure. That's not great. <laughs> it's not great. I, I, it's Bears defense dial him up. Uh, the other piece of that Bengals game that Alex Erickson's going to start in the yeah he's going he's them. yeah he's or gonna, he'll play on the outside wherever they'll move Boyd he, around but yeah he's going to show up he's thirty one hundred bucks yeah that's an interesting pivot off Tate I don't think he could get that kind of work but he might yeah if if everyone's just all in on Tate like yeah. if Tate's going to be let's just fake out some percentages here if Tate yeah. is going to be twenty five percent and Erickson is going to be one percent yeah. The way that you need to think about this game theory wise, if you like that was a pivot you want to make, maybe you don't like either of them, then it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. But does Tate, if you if we ran this 25 times, does Tate outscore Erickson 20, 24 of the 25 times? I think the answer is no. He probably outscores him close to four of five times, maybe yeah. three, maybe seven of 10 times. Yeah. But at with those percentages, right. the game theory move would be play Erickson over him. Yes. And again, what I had said with these two quarterbacks, I mean, they're they're chucking, right? And and really, like at the same time, when I said maybe this is a game that's competitive and maybe they'll use Mixon, Cincinnati has actually played in a couple competitive games so far this year. Yeah, they either look good or they look bad. Yeah, and but the game plan is still the same. They're throwing the ball a ton. Trent Shearfield is three thousand dollars, by the way. Yeah, Shearfield Tate super team. (laughs) There's your lineup: McCaffrey, Cook, Cook, Zeke. Zeke. Get them all in there. <laughs> you could you I, could I, do I, something like that. Funny, if we, let's just put try, something together let's like just, that. Let's just try this out for a second. Let's go Sherfield, yeah. and then and then you we'll see what kind of what you have left. We will go Auden Tate. Yeah, they're not letting me play Auden Tate. Oh no, <laughs> I, had, I, had quarter, I had quarterback selected. <laughs> they don't want you to play Tate. Yeah, he, I, I'm self excluded. <laughs> Golden Tate. I want to play Golden Tate. So if I put those two in, and let's say we play. Who's cheaper, Bengals or Arizona defense? I think Arizona. I think the Bengals are cheaper. Yeah, the Bengals are 2,500. The Cardinals okay, are. Yeah. So let's play Bengals D. Yeah. So we'll throw them in. We have an average salary of $6,800. Now, this is going to go down in a second. We'll take McCaffrey. Yeah. And we'll take Cook. And you like Zig. What if we just do Eckler? Sure, yeah. Chuck in Eckler. We'll throw in Eckler. Eckler, hardly newer. Yeah, and his price has dropped down. He's nice. only 67. Oh, nice. So now we have $5,700 left for a QB, one wide receiver, and a tight end. So who do we want to go with at quarterback? Because if we use, like, Dalton, you we could save a ton of money. Dalton's 50. I, I told you I like Brady by himself. Yeah, I like Brady, too. By well, himself Maybe we as could well. do Brady. 
I like Ertz a lot this week. Yeah, you now you now you're pushing it. We got Ertz. Do I have enough? I, I, th- I thought if I use Brady, I'd have enough for Dorset. I don't. Because Brady is pretty expensive. So let's let's throw in Dorset and take out Ertz. So we can afford any tight end that's not Zach Ertz. So we can have Evan Ingram if we want to against Minnesota. I don't love that. Waller? Waller's not bad. Like, his ceiling is not going to be high this week, but he's going to get a ton of catches. We could do Hooper against... Hooper's not bad. Hooper's Hooper's trending up. Here's the tight ends. Eifert, 22%. Waller, 18%. And Andrews, 14%. Yeah. I don't like any cheap tight ends this week. So I was when I talked about this with Raza, there was a few that did pop out. I talked about the sprinkler. He, could, yeah. he scored a touchdown like two weeks ago. Yeah, how much I, is he? I assume he's twenty five. He's got to be men. Sprinkle twenty five hundred bucks. Uh, Noah Fant's only twenty eight hundred against the Chargers. Yeah, he's interesting. He's interesting. Like that, that's a guy like a legitimate guy you could probably play. Yep, for Not sure. That it would probably work out, but you're starting to make me. Kind of like the sprinkler a little bit. I'm not trying to talk you into the sprinkler. No, you're not talking me into it. Sprinkles! But the fact that, I mean, no McLaurin, they're not going to be, they're going to be down, so there's going to be no AP. I mean, who's catching balls for them? Thompson? Paul Richardson is going to be completely shut out. No one. (laughs) (laughs) Colt McCoy doesn't make any any completions. None. Yeah. So tight end. Getting dangerous. Do we want to use Waller? Yeah, I think if you can put would you him rather in there. use Waller or Andrews against Pittsburgh? I would rather use Waller. Would you rather use Waller or Hooper at forty five? I'd rather use Hooper. Would you rather use Ingram over all of these guys? This this week's tougher. It is tougher. I I think I would rather use Hooper over all or, or, over all those guys. You know, Ingram probably still will be Jones's favorite target with with Tate coming back. So here's the thing: we have thirteen hundred dollars left in this lineup, and you got Brady and SQB. Yeah. So the lineup is Brady, Cook, McCaffrey, Dorsett, Trent, Shearfield, Auden, Tate, Hooper, Eckler, Bengals, D. We can upgrade our So D. you could, yeah, you get we any could, tight end that you want. We could, except Ertz. Or, yeah, or what we could do is downgrade Bengals to, I mean, the Steelers at 2,100 is not bad. No, that's not bad. So let's say Steelers at 2,100, and then Hooper will put in Ertz. We still have two hundred dollars left. That's that's that's, that, that, that's that's pretty good, man. It's not a bad lineup. That's not a bad lineup at all. I mean, you have the two backs, the three backs um, so. that have just been consistent all year. I might even just, if you wanted to spend down a tight end, you could even get up to Zeke. I, I, again, I really like Zeke. Yeah, but, but Eckler's fine. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the concept is the same. You get the three unbelievable backs. No, I'm not. That's if you do. You have to go bo- down to bottom it. of the maybe you like different bottom of the barrel wide receivers. Sure, or, but maybe even if it's like Fuller and Robbie Anderson. And, yeah, that's and not Tate. bad. Yeah, just shoot for upside and yeah, spend down a tight end. Oh, you know what I could have done there, and I then could, you could, I could have got up. We could have kept it the same instead of using Ertz. We keep in instead of using Ertz. We keep in. What do we have? Andrews in. I thought you put Ertz. You put Ertz. We in. put in Ertz, but I'm saying we go back down to Hooper. We go back to Bengals defense. And I can turn Dorsett into Hollywood Brown. Yeah, and just play Brady. Yeah, just play Brady by himself and just assume he spreads it out. Yeah, Ben Watson will catch two touchdowns for some reason. Yeah, or that or Lacoste. Yeah, or Lacoste. Yeah, he's been he hasn't been around. So, (laughs) you also if you just kept it low and went back to uh, 
to Hooper from Ertz. That's $1,500 worth of savings. You don't need to play Shearfield and Tate. You can go up to a $4,800 receiver. Right, yeah, you could. The reason I like Hooper the most is just because Matt Ryan is throwing the ball more than anyone, and they just don't have a run game. Could you play Goddard this week? I don't think so. I mean, no, he had the touchdown. He, the one thing that we do like about Goddard is that all of his work comes in the red zone. He is, they, they use both tight ends in the red zone. I just feel like the Eagles are going to run the football a lot. I think that they, what I saw last week from them, they really just turned their focus to the run game. I think they continue to do that. I use Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson is interesting. You spend down a tight end, and then you can get a little bit what more if you just balance. Take, like, what if you just take Eifert instead? Just, that, that's what you want to do. If you plug in Eifert, then you're getting uh, another top-tier wide receiver. Yeah. I think that's probably the way to go, to be honest. You take the chalk, the one chalk with Eifert, whatever. And, and Auden Tate. And Auden Tate, fine. These guys are going to get looks. They're going to get targets. It's not crazy, ludicrous thoughts to play them. Yeah. And, and then and, you spend up another and, wide receiver. And even in that circumstance, too, you don't need the world from they both score. They, they do what Inman did last yeah, week. They get you 12 and a half points each you're at 3,500. Yeah. You're great. Yeah. And then you, then you hope. McCaffrey goes Those off. Backs. Cook goes off. Those yeah. three backs get to the 25, 30 point range, which they can do. They've, they're averaging that. Yeah. And then your quarterback, like, it doesn't need to be Brady. It doesn't need to be. You it, could, it, could, it could have been Lamar. You could actually go, like, isn't Brady the third highest? Yeah. You could go anybody you want, really. I think, besides I, like, the top two. I think I actually like Lamar the best. Yeah. I mean, he's, Lamar, he's just so much safer. Or even. Is but, that we talk, but, we, but Brady is going to. I don't know if people are going to use Brady. I don't think they are either. So, quarterback. I would imagine Brady's pretty low on that ownership the, the, percentage. The highest owned quarterback right now, like it's completely flat like it is every week. Deshaun, yeah. 14%. Matt Ryan, 12%. Dalton, 11%. Yeah. I wouldn't even worry about quarterback no. ownership. Yeah, never worry about it. You just play who you want to play. Defenses. Here's an interesting one. Patriots, 14. Makes sense. Carolina, 12. Against a banged up Gardner Minshew. I just see two. Like The thing is, Carolina, 12, and Tennessee is 11. Those are two games where the teams are just going to run the ball. That yeah. is not what you want no. for a fantasy defense. That's a good point. Yes, the Tennessee Bills game might be 13 to 10. Who cares? Yeah. But yeah. that could be, what, yeah. three fantasy points? You're right. I'm actually surprised to see even Carolina at 12, to be honest with you. Like, where is Chicago on this list? Are you kidding me? That's interesting. Like, the Bears? I didn't even think about the Bears. Like, I, they should they're, be they're, right there with New England. I think New England is like $300 like, cheaper, but they should be there in ownership-wise. Why aren't they? I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, Carr's going to have to throw the ball. <laughs> He's going to have to. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe there's a little dump-offs, but... No, it, I, no I just mean... Jacobs like, is just not going to have a lot of success running the football. No, I mean, like, they might just continue to run because they're like, we're yeah, out of we're, ideas. We're out. Sure, maybe that's possible. Uh, but I, I mean, I like the Bears' defense a lot this week. I think they're a decent pivot off New England. I mean, it's hard to get off New England. I mean, you look at the DraftKings points. What are they averaging? Like twenty, twenty-two points. The next closest, I think, is Chicago at thirteen. It is silly. It's nuts. I mean, that's the difference. You have New England. I had that's why I cashed last week in your contest. That's why Gary and when they played Dolphins won all off. the money. Yeah. like it was, it was unbelievable. Let's talk about some of these final spreads here. Dr. Jesse Moore shall be back next week uh, to kind of check in. Don't need to do it every week. Yeah. Just here and there. Yeah. It's not it's kind of significant. Me, it's hard injuries. for me to get a phoner guess and switch yeah. the cameras. That's all the pulp, pulp will be here. So it's not that big of a deal. Nothing has really changed. Uh, I have the Bears as my super lock. I had them at four and a half. It's five now. So like I'm encouraged that it's not going the other way. Yep. Like the money is coming in on the Bears. That's clear. So the spread is expanding. Yeah. That, yeah. That makes more than enough sense. It's one of my me. favorite picks of the week, too. Yeah. I feel like it's everyone's favorite pick. You know, it's, it's scary. I, if you're, I would even, honestly, I would just. 
I have them in Survivor. I, I was just gonna say that, and I thought I, you were, I, do. I thought you were gonna maybe rip me for it. But no, because I'm it, going that way too. It, it's just me and Jeff left in hours, but it's the same one that I'm putting in. He's yeah. using Kansas City. I could use Kansas City as well. It's a safer. But when are you gonna use Chicago that's, again? It, that's my. I, I don't like thinking about that yeah. sort of thing, but you want to get by. I would like to have Kansas City in my back pocket. Yeah, because I've used. Yeah, everyone has played the Dolphins so far. That's been my strategy. That's been my strategy too. Although I got, I overthought it last week, and I, I have gone like a hundred percent against the Dolphins, and then last week, and like two of them, I went Rams, and it burned me. And it's just like, why overthink it? Just get to next week. Yeah, and that's kind of the feeling. And if you if you haven't used New England, just use them. Um, but yeah, if you I, can get away with Chicago, I would do. I, it. If you haven't used New England yet, and you have Kansas City left, I'd actually use Kansas City and save New and save New England because yeah. they still get the Jets and Dolphins again. Sure. So yeah. there, there's a free one. Yeah, absolutely. Will you take the Bills against the Dolphins when they play? I think so. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I and mean, again, that defense is just so good. What are like some other like the Chiefs are favored by eleven? Yeah, now. That, that spread has jumped up a little bit. The, I again, the, I the like Broncos. I like the Broncos plus. I like the Broncos too. I liked them plus six and a half. Yeah, now plus six, and yeah. no one is betting on. No, I like the Broncos as well, and they've been in every game. This year, like they, yeah, they lost to Green Bay at the end, but they were in that game. They had the lead at one point. They just have a couple tough losses. <laughs> They've had some really tough losses. Like they're, they're not good, but yeah. they're not bad. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not awful. The defense is. I didn't expect it to be a stout defense, but I expect it to be a lot better. And, and you get Chris Chubb's done. Chubb is done, and then you get Chris Harris saying like only fourteen more games or whatever he said. Like he's clearly checked out and not involved either. But well, the big thing with that game is, and we kind of talked about it, is that. You can theoretically four running backs in this game can be sustained. Yeah. Anytime that you get that sort of game, that means the clock is consistently rolling. Yeah. That means there's not a lot of like quick points being put up on the board. The Chargers ran a ten minute drive last week against the Dolphins that resulted in three points. Yeah, good. Good. Like the Chargers are going to do stupid Chargers things. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Like six points is a lot of points for how I expect this game to play out. That if the teams are going to combine to run the ball, I don't know, close to sixty times. Yeah. Then it's hard to cover a giant spread that way. I know. I like agree. six, six becomes giant in that circumstance. Yep. And there could never be a doubt that the Chargers win this game. Although right. I think that Denver's completely live to win. But <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's just one of those things where yeah, like the Denver can get it to the, I don't know, have no problems getting it to the thirty, and then can't move the ball beyond there and settle for and a bunch settle of field goals. Field goals. Yeah. Same, it could go the other way. Same the th- same thing with the. Chargers. Well, we've seen that. We've seen it all year with the Chargers. I like Philly minus fourteen against the Jets. I like, you're, you're the resident Philly guy. Yeah, I I called the Jets on my show, but I I did say that you know if Darnold was ruled out, that I probably would lean Philly like last minute decisions on Sunday morning. Well, he's ruled out, and he is ruled out. So um, yeah, I will I will probably go there. But I, this is a team that honestly I don't feel should be favored by 14 against anybody. I just they they start off slow. They're they're really bad in the first quarter, and if you're bad in the first quarter, you're not scoring those points. I mean, it eventually catches up to you. As we got the backdoor Washington cover in Week One when they were favored by double digit points. They they should they should be fine, but it's a high number, man. I would kind of stay away from it to be honest with you. I mean, that's one that you could tease tease down. First quarter money line, Jets three to one. Sure, what we've seen from the Eagles, man, they averaged six points per first quarter last year. Did, did, and it's been did, equally did, just did the Jets as bad. even average six points a game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, they they could. St- I think every game Detroit started with the lead at home. And and a couple weeks ago that they eventually won in Washington same way got up in that game like fourteen nothing. This is true. 
Just one big Robbie Anderson touchdown. Just one big one. They're down. Uh, the Saints and Bucks stick at minus three. The Texans Falcons. It, it opened at four. It got smashed all the way up to five and a half. Now it's back down to four. I like Atlanta. I, I like Atlanta too. I jumped on the when it was five. I jumped on Atlanta. I, and the Falcons are honestly a team. I'll be honest with you guys. Like I don't get them right very often. They're one of those teams that I can't really figure out. But well, it just seems like everyone's off now. Yeah. When everyone's on Atlanta, never, never take Atlanta. Never a good thing. No. And I and I tend to stay away from them on the road. I think they're a much better team at home despite last week. But this is a game that I think can, they can keep close. And like I said about Houston, I'm just not there yet with this team. The Texans, so far, they beat the Chargers by three points. Yeah. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars by they, a point. They probably should have lost that game. They lost to the Saints by a point. And yeah. last week they lost to... Carolina. By three points. Yeah, I think 13-10, right? Four points or three points, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. So they've yet to win a game by more than three points. Right. And they're given... Yeah. They have to no win by more than four. No like, reason for them. Just go, I, let's just... Sometimes let's try to make it easy. I'm not saying it's going to work. No, but, but you know, it makes a lot of sense. And Atlanta coming off that bad game. so And, and you can throw on Houston. You can do a lot of things. You can run, you can have no pass rush yet. Get to the quarterback <laughs> against Houston easily. Yeah. And with if Josh Allen is back, I love the Bills. I like game. the Bills too. Bills, and what's the Bills money line plus what? It's off the board at three and a half. It's off the board. Three yeah. and a half is great. Three is still fine. Three is still fine. Three and a half. I was gonna do with Barkley. Honestly, I was still gonna do it. I was probably going to sweat it out. I but just, three, I think Bills could outright win the game. Like unless the Bills give up a special teams touchdown. Yeah. Or Derrick Henry just goes off. Yeah. I, I don't see how Tennessee scores points. No, it's, unless it's a pick six. I even is the under is still at thirty eight. I still like that. It was. At, I know it's low. Thirty eight and a half. Yeah, I know that's low, but it's I so still low. it's very low. It's very nerve wracking because if you do get one of those special team points, oh, the money line for the Bills is actually plus one forty. Oh wow, that's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. So let's take. Let's see. I can almost bet this right now. I feel it's easier to do on my desktop and do on this iPad. <laughs> but if we go Bills plus three and the under, I gave this out on the show on Sunday morning last week and then didn't bet it on the and show. And one? And no, it's just the super teaser. It teases, oh, yeah. Tease it up with seven. Yeah. So instead of parlaying it together, you, no, nah, I can't do it from here. But you can tease the Bills up to plus 10 and tease the under to 45 and a half. Like that a lot. And I said that last week, the Patriots-Bills game. Tease the Bills up to plus 13 and tease the over-under up to 47. Like that a lot. I feel like you could do that with the Bills all year when they're not favored in games. Agreed. Yeah. Like, they're not... They're not going to get blown out. Like, because I had the Bengals against them a few weeks ago at plus six. Like, the Bills aren't going to be a team that wins by 14 points no. very often. No, they're not. And they're not going to be a team that loses by 14 points no. very often. No, the defense is so legit. And I think... You you know, they just probably, yeah, they lost that game, but they probably came away from that game feeling pretty darn good about themselves, man. That, in the wrestling biz, is what we call a Chris Jericho moral victory. <laughs> Jericho could lose every match and some, somehow come away with the moral somehow victory. Somehow come away with the moral victory. He never feel loses real good. No. It's weird. Yeah, I, I would imagine the Bills feel pretty damn good about themselves. So I, I need to fill out my Super 7 for the week. What's, you are, are you in the picks? Super 7? No, I'm not. So I'm going to go Chicago minus 5. I don't know if these are the same odds. Atlanta. I'll keep Atlanta on the back. Atlanta in contention. It's like the Vikings are in contention okay. at minus five. Yeah, Vikings. I like the Vikings I, I like too. the Jags at plus three and a half over the Cardinals. Yep. I like the Patriots minus 15, actually. Yeah, for sure. I like the Bills plus three, although I think that is plus three and a half on the site. Yeah. Then it gets dicey. So I have one, two, three, four. Dallas? No, because I took it on there. I actually kind of like Baltimore minus three and a half against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think they bounced back. Juju called himself very questionable. Did he? That was interesting. Yeah, we didn't. 
That I just thought about that now. All right, I was gonna do a. I'll hit up Roto World right yeah. before we get out of here. Yeah, he called himself very questionable, um, which makes me think he could not. He may he may miss this game. Broncos. I'll throw on there. I kind of want to take what the do you, Eagles. Yeah. What, what do you think of that Tampa and, and I New like Orleans? the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Saints are just better. Yeah. Well, definitely they are. Minus three. Like that's. Yeah. That it was like, like five. People like the well, the Bucks won then, last and week. And then I know it was there was hammering the Bucks. Like I liked the Bucks when it was it was like I saw it at one point four four and a half. So I'm gonna go with those those five, and then I'll figure out three. the rest, and I'll lock in. Um, you have to make a decision on on Sunday with Atlanta or Minnesota or Green Bay. Atlanta, Dallas. Minnesota, or Dallas. No, not Dallas. Uh, Philadelphia would be the other one for me. I'm just not gonna touch that Green Bay game. I think Minnesota is a. I like them this week. Five and a half. The latest before we get out of here, uh, Eckler and Gordon likely to split carries. Report. Great. It's gonna be back and forth. Mike, but Mo- again, that what we talked about. You're gonna get Eckler with a low ownership like 2% for what he's of, doing yeah. against that Broncos defense. Uh, Denzel Ward is likely out again Monday night. Mike Williams says he's gonna play on Sunday. That is not an official report. That's just what he said. Okay. Interesting guy in that game. Chris Godwin, good to go. Damian Williams, good to go. Shady not listed on the final injury report. I don't see this juju stuff. Did I just miss it? Josh Gordon not listed on the final report. Yeah, I was watching NFL Juju Live. Toe. Oh, yeah, listed as questionable. Hmm. That's strange. Yeah. Keep, keep an eye. Keep Definitely want to keep an eye on that. Um, Johnson is obviously something, someone that should be picked up. And, and Moncrief? Maybe. No, I mean, Washington was on the field, but he's not getting any looks at all. It's almost like they just have him to run those goal routes and just like, well, oh, yeah, you know, maybe we'll throw it downfield. Deontay away. Johnson's in a tough spot because if Juju ends up sitting, it's likely Marlon Humphrey ends up on him. So yeah. maybe James Washington would end up being the play. That or who else? Are they? they have Johnny Holton. Yeah. Holton I gr- pops up for like five plays. I game. grabbed Washington. You guys know I've been talking about him for the first few weeks okay, and has, here's hasn't the done thing. anything. He might suck. He might suck there's actually a pretty good uh, pretty good chance of that that he does suck uh he doesn't suck as much as Moncrief but if there's no Juju I mean hey who knows maybe it actually will just be a, the Connor and Jalen Samuels show yeah maybe they both that, caught maybe eight balls last Samuels week in the, in the if there's no Juju you probably should yeah you bump him up slightly call that late injuries yeah as we talk about at the end anyway Chris Meany tell everyone where they can follow you and where they can find you at Chris Meany, doing some lots of stuff at the Athletic, a pick show, a fun show with Jake and Brad Ziegler, and then a hockey show with Eric Young, the Eric Young, the Eric Young. Yes, uh, and he's he's having a blast. It was it was jokes. What did he say the other day? He was talking about numbers. He's like, yeah, you know, Meany, I don't remember numbers because I get hit in the head for a living. I'm like, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally fair. It's yeah, but we're having some fun with that. I also think that's why the analytics movement, the uh, in the NFL, hasn't really worked out. All these coaches, <laughs> ex guys who just used to get hit in the head for a living. Yeah. Ah, uh, my, my brain hurts. Way too many numbers. I'm just gonna go for two. Yeah. F off. <laughs> Which turns out to be the right move. Yeah, exactly. John Harbaugh gets it. Yeah, he does. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. You can follow me at the PME on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I told you about the giveaways. I told you about FanshareSports.com. And I told you out there about getting into the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League or Viewers League if you're watching this video. Just go play in it, all right? I think there's a 1,000 spots left for this week. If we get those filled up by Saturday afternoon-ish, 
then we're going to make it bigger once again. And there's just more money for all of us to compete for because there is no rake for the tournament. You can find all my updated rankings and picks and DraftKings cheat sheet in the description of this video, podcast, or up always at DKPlaybook.com. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time with the Castingarian taking all your questions. So remember to tune into that as well. Pat Mayo, I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.